Three, one. It's good to be back in the house of the Lord again tonight. Praise the Lord. God has been real good to us. Praise the Lord. I think he's tried to challenge us, challenge us in every way. Thank you again, Brother Riggins, to let us be here. Praise the Lord. If you have a Bible tonight, I'd ask you to turn it to the book of Matthew, the 14th chapter, starting in verse 24. Praise the Lord. I wish everyone could be here tonight. You know, that old enemy's hacked off. That's okay, though. That's okay. We want him to be hacked off. Praise the Lord. He just knows that we're about to tap into some places he don't want us to be. And he's doing everything, Pastor, that he can to stop us and to discourage us. But we don't have to be discouraged tonight, praise God. God's doing a, God's going to do some things, praise God. It says, but the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch... Of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubling, saying, It's a spirit. They cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come unto thee on the water. And Jesus said, come. And he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and began to sink. He cried, saying, Lord, save me. Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and called him and said unto him, Oh, Thou of little faith, where didst thou doubt? Oh, sweet Lamb of God, thank you tonight for your word. Thank you for the anointing that I feel today, Lord. God, we'd ask that you would move in this house and speak, Lord. God, speak to every heart and every mind tonight, Lord. Help us to respond to your word today, Lord. In Jesus' name, put your Bibles down and begin to praise him, will you? All over this house right now, lift your voice to the Lord. Come on, somebody. Jesus, we love you tonight, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. You can be seated tonight. I uh, want to preach for just a few minutes tonight. Get out of the boat. Get out of the boat. Come on, somebody say, help me to get out of the boat. Praise God. Jesus went away to cross to the other side. He told his disciples, praise the Lord, that they was going to go over to the other side. And he went up to the mountain to pray. And the disciples was in that boat. And they was going to cross to the other side. And suddenly they see Jesus walking on the water. And it occurred to me many times that these disciples had been fishermen. Certainly, 
Peter was. And they was used to being in the boats. And they had what, uh, they knew what to do. Uh, they were making their living, praise God. And so probably most of the days of their lives, uh, they were out there in the boat. They were fishing and doing what they knew to do, just like uh, uh, they were doing right then when they were in that boat. And it was before they had became disciples that Jesus was yet there with them. And uh, he was doing things, friend of mine. And praise God, oh, I'm telling this church today, uh, if you're ever going to get to where God uh, wants you to be at, uh, you're going to have to get out of the boat. Uh, you're going to have to go out there, uh, friend, in places uh, you don't want to go. Uh, you're going to have to do some things uh, that you don't want to do. Uh, you're going to have to get out there uh, in some places uh, that don't look real safe. Uh, Oh, come on, somebody. Help me a little bit. Help me preach a little bit tonight. Come on. Praise God. They knew what boats was for. They experienced in, uh, they had experience in boats. Uh, they were comfortable in boats. Uh, they were in control uh, in the boat. Can I tell you, this church is in control of the destiny that's going to happen. Did you hear me tonight? I said this church, the destiny uh, and the level uh, and the place God wants to take uh, this church, uh, you're in charge of it. Uh, either you're going to sit on the boat uh, or you're going to get out of the boat. Uh, either you're going to be comfortable uh, where you at uh, or you're going to get up uh, and you're going to make a move to him. Uh, either you're going to say, uh, I like being a boat setter uh, or you're going to say, hey, uh, I want to go out there uh, into the unknown. Uh, I want to go some places. Uh, I've never been. Come on, church, reach out to him, will you? Come on, friend of mine. You can stay in your safety and comfort zones uh, doing what you've always done, church. Uh, come on now, what you always know to do. Come on, you know how to come in here uh, and have good church. Uh, nobody can take that away from this church. Uh, you know how to sing. Uh, you know how to dance. Uh, you know how to run. Uh, you know how to shout. Uh, come on, you know how to do uh, all the things. Uh, but God's saying uh, that's not enough. Uh, God's saying that's it's not enough. Uh, there's something else. Ooh, is anybody ready to move into a new dimension with Jesus? I said, is anybody in this church uh, ready to move uh, into a dimension, a new uh, dimension in this church? I just feel in Early, early, early morning prayer, Pastor, that God uh, is trying to nudge this church. Uh, it just keeps coming to me uh, over and over and over uh, as we're praying here in the early morning uh, that God's trying to nudge this uh, God's trying to nudge this church uh, in a different direction. Uh, and he's saying, hey, uh, you're the one that's got a hold uh, of this thing. Uh, you're the one that's steering this thing. Uh, come on, the people in this church, uh, you're steering this boat. Uh, If 
I'm going to steer my boat. Uh, I'm going to steer it in the direction uh, God wants me to go in. Uh, I'm tired of going in the direction. Oh, is anybody tired uh, of going in the direction uh, that you've been going in? Uh, don't you see that it's not working? Uh, don't you see uh, that it's not working? Uh, you've been it time and time uh, again. Uh, it's not working. Uh, you've got to grab a hold of the handle of that thing uh, and turn it in another direction. Uh, and say, God, uh, we're steering this boat. Your direction. Come on, somebody. Uh, can't you see it's not working? <laughs> huh? Anybody agree with me? Anybody tired of just going through the motion? Anybody tired? Uh, come on now, just sitting in the boat where it's safe and it's sound. Uh, is anybody tired of that? Uh, oh, come on, does anybody want to be challenged uh, by the Holy Ghost tonight? Uh, come on, if you want to be challenged tonight, uh, you got to let your guard down. Uh, you got to say, God, speak to me. Uh, God, let it get in my heart. Uh, God, uh, God, let it get in my spirit. Come on, come on. They were doing what Jesus told them to do. So they went about the way they knew to do it, the best way they knew. And when suddenly and unexpectedly, Jesus come walking by uh, on the water. Uh, and Jesus was moving uh, in their way, in their direction. Uh, they never considered uh, in all the many times uh, they'd been in a boat. It never occurred to them to step out of the boat uh, and get into the water. Has uh, it ever occurred to you uh, that you're going to have to step out of the boat uh, and get in the water? Has uh, it ever occurred to you? Huh? Oh, come on. Help me, somebody. You're saying, come on. I want you to come on. Come on, friend of mine. Come on, you're telling me to come on. Uh, God's telling you to come on. Uh, he's telling you to get out of the boat. Uh, you're in your comfort zone. Uh, you got to get out of that thing. Uh, or you're going to sink uh, right there where you're at. Uh. See, what you don't understand, uh, what you don't understand, uh, and this has been an echo in my mind, Pastor, uh, what this church don't understand. Uh, this church uh, is going to be what, uh, friend of mine, is going to propel uh, other ministries, uh, other churches, uh, other works. Uh, but God's got to get you out of the boat uh, for you to see uh, in the direction uh, that he wants to take you. If we're so comfortable in this boat, uh, how can we go and start uh, something else that God uh, wants you to start? Won't happen. Come on. It won't happen because we're comfortable in this boat. Whoo, come on. Come on, people just, people just don't do that. They do boats and boats for, for staying in. Not stepping out of in the middle of all that water. Whew. I don't care, friend of mine, if the water was rolling and Jesus told me to get out there and roll, I'm going to get out there and do my very best. 
That's the problem. He speaks and we don't respond. My God, he's been talking to us for two solid months, uh, maybe a little bit over two months. Uh, praise God. I mean, uh, come on, friend. Uh, he has tried in every way uh, to disturb you uh, in your comfort zone. Uh, he's tried every way uh, that he knows how to speak to you. Uh, he's trying to tell you uh, if you continue to go down this path uh, that your ship is going to Oh, come on now. Your ship uh, Come on. Come on. We can't let this thing sink. I said, we can't let this thing sink. And yet here comes Jesus walking on the water, uh, acting in a way they had never expected before, uh, doing something so unusual uh, and different that dead so frightened a uh, friend of mine and cried out. Uh, have, you ever seen, have you ever seen God uh, move in a way uh, that was so unexpected uh, that it began to make you feel a little nervous, uh, that it made you feel uh, just a little bit uncomfortable uh, doing different things uh, you've never seen uh, nor considered before? Uh, that's the things that God uh, wants to do in this church. Uh, he said, way too many of you uh, are comfortable uh, in the house of God. Uh, he said, way uh, too many of you uh, are comfortable in my presence. Come on, church. Way too many of us have gotten comfortable in the presence of Almighty God. Uh, we've gotten used to the manna. Come on, you've gotten used to the manna. It don't affect you uh, the way it used to affect you. Reach out, somebody. Come on. Come on, I don't want to ever get so used uh, to the fresh manna that it can't speak to me, uh, that it can't move me and change me. Uh. Oh, come on, somebody. Uh, God's trying to give you some fresh manna tonight. Uh. Come on, friend. Uh, I've never preached this before. Uh. Come on, this is a fresh word uh, in the Holy Ghost tonight. Uh. He's trying to give somebody uh, some fresh bread. Uh. He's trying to give somebody uh, some fresh manna to stir you up, uh, to awaken you. You, uh, to get you up out of your boat uh, and go out there. We want you to be. Come on, reach out, reach out. Come on. Some of us need to have the spirit of Peter tonight. Peter saw Jesus doing something amazing, something different. And even though he was a afraid friend of mine, uh, Peter wanted to be a part of what Jesus uh, was doing. Uh, and he began to cry out, Lord, Lord, uh, if that's you out there on the water, uh, I want to be out there on the water with you. Uh, God, if that's you out there in the city uh, and you're stirring Olathe, uh, I want to be out there with you. Uh, God, if it's you, uh, lead me to uh, a hungry heart. Uh, I want to be out there with you, God. Uh, help me to get out of the boat. Uh, help me to get out there on the water. Uh, help me to... God, if that's you, uh, let me go. Come on, somebody. God, if that's you, let me come. Somebody needs to tell him. Uh, there needs to be a Peter to cry out. Uh, God, if that's you, I want to come. Yeah. Yeah. Never 
somebody praise you for a minute. Come on. Come on lift your hands to him and praise you for a minute. Jesus, Jesus, praise the Lord. I, I was in here this afternoon, about five o'clock this afternoon, and I began to talk to the Lord, and, and I said, God, please don't let it have to be a tragedy in order for some people to be moved in this church. I said, God, please don't let there be a tragedy. Don't let something happen, Lamb of God. Uh, come on now, but something's going to have to break your will uh, in order for his will to be done, uh, in order for this church to go uh, where God wants his church to go. Uh, God has been, come on, pulling. Uh, I said, God's been pulling. Uh, I told you the last time uh, that I was here, uh, your pastor has pulled you as far uh, as he could go. Uh, come on, friend. Uh, I see people pulling against him, uh, but we need to get in this. Oh, come on now. Uh, we need to get out of this boat. Uh, we need to be a Peter uh, and say, God, uh, take me to those deep places. I'm praying it don't take a tragedy to move this place. I said, I'm praying it don't take a tragedy. But God said, some of you uh, are happy. Where are you at? God said, some of you uh, are happy. You don't want to be moved. Uh, but come on now. Uh, you don't want to be moved. You like where you're at. Come on, friend. I'm just telling you what the Lord told me. Come on. Peter wanted to be a part of what God, what Jesus is doing. Lord, if that's you out there on the water, uh, I want to be out there too. Bid me come. Uh, let me be where you're doing uh, what you're doing. Uh, I don't want to stay in the ordinary. Uh, I don't want to stay in the ordinary of this boat. Uh, but, oh, come on now. Uh, doing what I've always done. Uh, being comfortable uh, where I've always been comfortable. Uh, but I want to conquer my fears. Uh, I want to come out there to the deep. God said you could conquer that fear tonight. Come on. He didn't give you a spirit of fear, but a power of love uh, and a sound mind. Uh, you're not going crazy. Uh, God's just trying to get you out there in the deep things uh, of him. Uh, he's just trying to move you. Uh, he's just trying to stir you. Uh, he's just trying to talk to you. Uh, will you let him talk? Ooh, come on, somebody. Come on. Come on, we can't keep staying in the ordinary. Come on now. We can't keep being comfortable where we at. How many of us here in this house, come on now, would walk in Peter's shoes? How many of us here tonight would cry out the same thing? Are you just content staying in the boat because you're comfortable? Come on. And miss out on the move of God. My God, God's trying to give this church, uh, New Life Pentecostal Church, uh, a move like it's never had before. Uh, but he's saying you've got to get out of your comfort zone. Uh, come on now. Uh, he's given some of you steel-toed shoes uh, to wear to knock the rocks out of the way. Uh, he's given some of you, uh, come on, special shoes uh, to walk in some of these rough places. Ooh. 
Come on. You know what? You know what? Them old potato farmers that load them old wagons up with them spuds. I call them spuds. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We from Louisiana. <laughs> Don't hold that against me either. Praise God. But they would load those. Some people didn't do it, but there was one guy that always would do it, Pastor. He'd always load up that old that old trailer that he had, that old, and hook up his mules and they'd take off. But you know what he did? He found the roughest path that he could find. You know why? Because he said the small taters fell to the bottom. The medium taters fell down on top of the small taters, but the big taters rise to the top. God's looking for some big taters up in this house tonight. Uh, come on, even though you're going down rough roads, uh, even though the path's a little bit rough, uh, God said that's all right. Uh, if you're a big potato, uh, you can take it. Uh, you'll be able to handle it uh, because he'll get you through that adversity. Uh, he'll get you through that trial. Uh, he'll get you through that pain. Uh, he'll get you through that doubt. Uh, He'll get you through that disbelief. Uh, he said, just get in the wagon uh, and find the roughest road uh, that you can go down. Uh, because once you get down it uh, and you get to that place uh, that I desired uh, for you to be at, uh, he said, you're going to rise uh, to the top. Come on, friend. Woo. We got to do something different. Come on, have you ever considered that before? This is where we need the spirit of Peter. Come on, Peter saw Jesus doing an amazing thing. Even though he was afraid, he said, Jesus, I want to be a part of what you're doing. Oh, I want to be a part of what he's doing. Peter cried out, let me come. Come on, let me come. Let me come. Come on, let me come. I want to do it. Uh, praise God. Come on, friend of mine. Somebody reach out to God right now. How many of us would cry out as Peter did? Praise God. How many of us are just content? being comfortable in the boat tonight. I'm not happy being who. Come on, I know that God's got more for this evangelist tonight. I know God's got more deeper places for this evangelist to go. I know he's got a deeper walk for me. Come on, I said I know he's got a deeper walk for me. I know he's got a brand new fresh anointing for me. I know he's got some new mercy and grace for me. Come on, friend. I want to go to those places. I don't want just to be an ordinary preacher, but I want to be an extra ordinary preacher. I want to do my very best. I want to do what God has called me to do. I'm not going to settle for second best. I want whatever God's got. I want it all. I want to be number one with my God. That's the problem. We don't want God to be number one in our lives because we got so much stuff to contend with. Got too much stuff to contend with. 
listen, Jesus should be the fourth front on our mind. Uh, I'm not trying to downplay Christmas. Uh, come on, my wife and myself, we love Christmas, but, but friend, we're in revival. Uh, uh, the most forefront would be Jesus. Uh, come on, friend, we're going to get to spend that day. Uh, but right now, we need to concentrate. There'll be some people in this holiday that will never pick up their Bible. They'll never pray a lick because they're too busy. Oh, I'm beckoning you now. Please don't do that. Please find yourself a place to pray. Please don't let up on your prayer uh, just because it's a special day uh, that we call Christmas. Uh, come on, please find that place. Uh, come on with your Savior. Uh, please get in the Word. Uh, somebody needs to say, God, uh, let your Word, uh, let my heart be a tablet uh, that you can write your Word on. Uh, God, hide your Word uh, on the tablets of my heart uh, that I will know your Word, uh, that I can be obedient uh, to your Word. Come on, it takes both faith and obedience to produce new action. Did you hear that? I said it takes both faith and obedience to produce new action. Without faith, Pete. Without faith, oh, Peter would have never asked to step out of the boat, much less do it without faith. It's impossible to please our God. Uh, come on, God, just ask us to get up uh, and go in faith uh, and do what we know to do. Amen. Come on now. If we can only have faith. If we can only have faith, we too will pray for the sick to recover. Come on. We too will pray for our families uh, and our friends uh, to be saved. Uh, we too uh, will expect God to move uh, in circumstances uh, to overcome those things uh, that bind us, uh, to give us the liberty uh, to worship uh, and serve him. Without, come on, with faith, we can allow God to use us. Come on, with your faith. Come on, God, give you a measure of faith. I said, God, give you a measure of faith. Uh, and with that measure of faith, uh, you can let God use you. Uh, come on, I said, you can let God use you. With that faith, uh, you can allow God to use you. Uh, come on, because uh, we'll never make ourselves available. We'll never make ourselves available to him. If we don't do it in faith and obedience, we'll always do what we've always done. We'll always gobble up everything in this house. Come on. A lot of people gobble the word up. They gobble it up, and it gets in their spirits, and they walk around. Some burn on gives it off. But God said, give some of it back. Come on, give some of it out. Uh, that's the problem. Uh, we've taken it all in, but we're not putting nothing out. Uh, come on, friend of mine. Uh, and eventually you will die uh, on your pew. Uh, because, friend of mine, uh, the word won't affect you uh, the way it normally oh my God, uh, the way it normally affects you. Uh, you've got to empty yourself uh, and give that word out uh, in order to get another word. Uh, who you need to be in the Holy Ghost.
somebody ought to say, God, help me to get it out. God, help me to get it out. I don't want to just take it in, but I want to give it out. Talk to somebody tonight. Come on, friend. You can have all, 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 all the faith in the world. But what would it profit you if you don't have obedience? You can have faith that God can heal. But if you're not obedient to what God tells you to be obedient to, how's it going to happen? You can have faith that God will forgive you of your sins. But if you're never obedient in, repeat, in repentance, come on, it's not going to happen. You can have faith that God will use. Come on, that God will use people to reach the lost. The spirit, you know what? There's spiritual gifts in this church, but they're not operating the way they're supposed to operate. There are spiritual gifts sitting on these pews. Come on now. Uh, some of you has quenched the spirit of this revival. Some of you are supposed to get up uh, and do something. Uh, some of you uh, has even heard the word. Uh, come on, this tongues just went forth. Uh, tongues just went forth in this church, uh, and you didn't respond. Uh, you quenched the spirit. Come on. There's gifts in this church that are not operating uh, the way they're supposed to operate in this church. Uh, you get in the Word of God. Uh, get yourself back in the Word of God uh, so your gift will operate. Gift operates by the Word. Come on. Get in the Word. Get in the Word. You never pick up your Bible and get in the Word. How could God use you? My God, God's got gifts in this church. And he said they're shackled to the pews. Come on, that's what he just told me. He said there's gifts in this church, but they're shackled to the pews. Because some of you don't want to do what God wants you to do. Come on in Jesus' name. Let God use us. Come on, church. Are you going to let God use you? Or are we just going to sit here like we've been sitting? Come on. Come on. God said there's spiritual gifts that's not operating. Come on now. When the preaching of the word that goes forth. Uh, come on, some of you uh, can be intercessors. Uh, there are intercessors in this church. Uh, but you're not doing what God's asked you to do. Uh, because it costs uh, when you intercede. Jesus in your name. Jesus in your name. Come on, friend. But if you'll do it in faith, if you can get up in faith and you can go back, come on and pick up that old dusty Bible that's got all that dust on it and blow the dust off and say, God, give me a brand new, come on, desire to be in your word. Come on, friend. God, give me a brand new desire. Come on to read and be in love with your word. Come on, we love to hear the preaching of the word, but do we get in the word? Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Come on, come on, come on. Our faith is not our own ability. Huh. 
but it's God's ability to use a marred vessel come on like ourselves uh, and he will use us uh, if we will allow the faith uh, to produce obedience in our life oh, I know that just went over like high heel tennis shoes for some of y'all come on come on we need to let that faith begin to do something come on to stir us to be obedient come on we have to risk we have to risk disappointment and frustration. We're going to have to do that, church. Can you imagine how scary it was uh, to have been for Peter to step out of the ship uh, from its comfort zone to the unknown? Uh, do you realize how scary that had to be? And, uh, he was risking everything, uh, even his own life. Uh, I said even his own life. Uh, but he decided uh, it's going to be worth it. Uh, it'll be worth it to get close to Jesus. How close do you want to get to him today? How close do you want to get to him today? Oh, come on. I know some of you. That's as far as I want you to go. Because some of you so used to splash over blessings. Some of you so used to splash over blessings. Uh, you get down there where the blessings are falling. Uh, come on, you gobble up somebody else's blessing. Uh, come on, that they pray down, uh, that they worship down. Uh, God said, pray your own blessing down. Uh, why don't you get out there and... Uh, come on, why don't you get out there and worship your own uh, blessing down. Uh, it'll be so much more rewarding. Uh, it'll be so much better. Uh, you only get the crumbs. Uh, you only get the leftovers uh, when you can have the food meal deal too many of us are happy with the happy meal McDonald's happy meal don't cost very much and when we don't get the toy we get hacked we've got to put the toy and all it is is just an old stale piece of meat a couple of pickles Squirt of mustard. Slap between two old stale pieces of bread, and there's your hatchet meal. That's what my nephew used to call it. Every time I'd go get him, he'd say, Uncle Mike, please take me to get a hatchet meal. Took me a long time to figure out what he was talking about. He said, Oh, happy meal. We're happy with just getting the happy meal. We like the crumbs. Listen, I like the crumbs off of chicken, too. But I like the chicken, too. I said, I like the crumbs that fall off the chicken. Come on, when it's fried. Mm -mm. Talking about good. Finger licking good. Come on, friend. But you know what? I like what comes off the crumbs. I like the meat. And some of us are so used to the crumbs, uh, we never get to the meat. Somebody else said, God, I want more than crumbs. Uh, I want to be the one, uh, God, that you're going to use. Send me, God. Uh, I'm willing to take a risk, God. Uh, do whatever you got to do. Uh, prepare me. Uh, come on, prepare me. Uh. He was preparing, he was preparing to, to risk sinking or walking on water. What are we prepared to do tonight as a church? I'm reminded of that woman. Come on, in Matthew 15, behold, the woman of Canaan came from that region, cried out to him, saying, Have mercy 
Oh, Lord, son of David, my daughter's severely demon-possessed. But he answered her not a word, and his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. But he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. Somebody needs to say, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. If there's one thing that I can tell you uh, is that Jesus don't act in the way that we think uh, he ought to act. Uh, he does stuff in ways uh, that we think that he would never do. Uh, he does things in a way that we don't think is fair uh, or reasonable. Uh, the thing is uh, he knows exactly what it is uh, that requires uh, every situation uh, that stands before uh, every person in this church. Uh, he deals with every person uh, in a different way. We're not cookie-cutter Christians, are we? We're all different. None of us are the same. That's why Jesus don't deal with us in the same way. Listen, friend, I'd rather fall on the rock than let that rock fall on me grind me. He's got a way about grinding you. I said he's got a way about grinding us to get what he wants. He's going to get out of this church what he wants one way or another. I'd rather be a part of what he wants me to do. Come on then him to have to take actions on me to get me. Come on going in the right direction. You hear me? I said I would rather get on boat with him uh, and say, God, I want to do what you want me to do uh, so he don't have to take actions because he's going to get out of this church uh, what he desires out of this church. Uh, he's got a man of God that's been crying, uh, that's been pleading. Uh, come on, that's been putting his petition uh, before him for years. Uh, and he's heard that cry. Uh, he's heard that petition. Uh, and he's ready to do something. Uh, but he said, just like he told me uh, the other morning, in prayer. I can feel the church up just like a, oh, come on now, just like snapping my fingers. Then he said, I'm waiting on the church. He's not going to do it without you, church. Come on. Come on. He's going to get what he wants out of this thing. He's going to start squeezing this. God's going to start squeezing this church. My God. I'm telling somebody. Come on, come on. The Lord just spoke to me and said, I'm going to start squeezing this thing. I'm going to get out of this church what I want out of this church. Come on, friend. My God, my God, my God. Somebody ought to reach out to him right now. God, please. Come on, somebody ought to be saying, God, uh, God, I just want to be a part of what you want to do. Uh, God, send me out there. Uh, I'll do it, Lord. You reckon it was reasonable for Jesus to walk on water in the middle of the night? Why did he do it in the broad daylight? On the shores where thousands could see him. I'll say it again. Jesus behaves in ways that we'd never expect him ever to do. He will speak and act according to his knowledge, understanding, and his power. Whew. 
yet this woman didn't accuse him of unfairness. She was prepared to take a risk of being ridiculed, shamed, frustrated, disappointed to receive from him what she needed. Come on, how far are we willing, how far, church, are we willing to go? I said, how far is this church really willing to go? Come on, to get what God wants you to have. How far are you willing to go? Uh, come on, my goodness, he's tried to stir you uh, for a long time now. Uh, don't let him be frustrated in his endeavors. Uh, come on, to get us to do what we know that we should have been doing a long time ago. Uh, come on, friend. Uh, she needed something, uh, and she received it. Uh, Peter was prepared to risk sinking, uh, to walk down new paths with God what are we willing to do to walk down new paths with God come on church God's asking you right now what are you willing to do what new path are you willing to walk down with God if only you will risk disappointment and failure then you can come on now then you can keep on if, if if you never risk failure or disappointment, you're going to keep on being the way that you've always been. How many doors have I knocked on and nobody come to and knowing they were in the house? How many, do how many doors have I knocked on and then run to the back door and stand there and wait on them to come out the back door? Lots. Come on, how many Bible studies do I give and get right down to the wire and they pull the eject on me? Several, but it didn't stop me. Come on, it didn't stop me. Give me even more determination. Come on, friend. That ought to push us. Uh, God said that ought to push us. If anybody was more rejected than anybody else, it was Jesus when he walked uh, on this earth. But yet we get a little rejected and we, we pull the eject. It's like being in that plane. Come on, that F-16 and... Come on, we're passing over the mountains, and all of a sudden, something happens. The plane goes haywire. All we got to do is just touch something, and it says, Phew. all of a sudden, we're out of that plane. Come on, that's how we are. A lot of times, we just pull the eject because of rejection. Come on, friend. You're going to keep on being the same way you've been, suffering the things you've always suffered. Somebody in this church has got to take a chance. If I just got one person that would tell you, if I could just get five people here tonight, if I could get five people to get stirred up in this church, just five people, if I could just get five people to get stirred up and say, I'm going to go out and do, come on, God, I'm willing to take a chance. Uh, I'm willing to do what I need to do. If there is anything uh, that can keep us from God, uh, it's pride. Uh, sir, I said it's pride uh, and your unforgiveness. Keep on using people for doormats, walking on them, talking about them, and never have a spirit of forgiveness because of your stinking pride. Come on. He will never take you to that new territory until you, friend of mine, uh, are willing to battle and win uh, against your pride. I wonder how effective you could be. I wonder, wonder how effective you could be. Come on, if you could get a spirit of forgiveness, get a spirit of forgiveness in you. It's one thing to say, 
They come down here and cry around. A lot of people cry in altars. They cry, Pastor, but they're never broken. They cry tears and they snot and they get up and, and a lot of people say, my goodness, man, something happened. And they get up with that same old thing. Uh, they come down and pretend that they're going to forgive, but they still got that old spirit. Come on. When pride comes in, we start drawing lines in the sand. Come on. We try to defend those lines. I said, that's what pride does. When pride comes in, we start drawing lines. Come on, this is far as I'm going to go. Come on, we just start defending those lines. Uh, but touching Jesus, come on now. Uh, but we need to let Jesus touch us. Uh, I said, we need to let Jesus touch us. Uh, come on now. Uh, we need to let God uh, put something in us that we have a spirit of forgiveness. This is your cry. I can't help the way I feel. Yes, you can. Get the Holy Ghost. I hated some people before I got the Holy Ghost. Friend, when I got the Holy Ghost, I made it right. God, give me a spirit of forgiveness. I can't help the way I feel. Yes, you can. If you determine to battle, come on. But if you're going to defend your pride, if you're going to defend your pride and your unforgiveness, you could choose, come on now, those feelings and those thoughts that arise in you when they rise up. You could take dominion over that. Well, they keep you in captivity and they control you. They control you. That's what replaces your faith. The Word of God is a weapon against wrong thoughts and feelings. Use it. It's the sword of the Spirit. Come on. Pull it out. Come on. Let it work in your heart. Come on, friend of mine. When that unforgiveness rises up, uh, you just going to stand up and fight against it. Come on. We always use in our family for a doormat because things that go wrong in your life. Come on now. We want to blame them uh, for your, come on, for your unforgiveness and your pride uh, that you keep walking around with. Uh, you're going to pulverize them going to hit them on. You're going to kill them. You're going to break their spirit. You're right. You're right. Come on. You need to get a hold of yourself. You need to get a hold of yourself and stop blaming everybody around you. Look in the mirror. Take, come on, the responsibility for what's going on. Come on, friend. You need to let something rise up in you called unforgiveness. Shh, come on. Come on, friend. We got to use the word. Why don't you try something like that? If there's someone you know that you really don't like, there's somebody that you really don't like, why don't you do something that will bless them? Come on. 
but don't let nobody know that it's you that's blessing them. That's our problem. We want everybody to know what we do. I got this and I can do that. Come on, I got this and I can do that. Come on, God hates that kind of spirit. Oh, he can bless you so much more than you've ever been blessed. Uh, come on, if you take the humble side of God uh, and say, God, I know this is me. Uh, I know this is my pride. Uh, I know this is my unforgiveness. Uh, why don't you try to do this, friend of mine? Uh, don't brag about it afterwards. Uh, let the spirit of humility grow uh, in you. Uh, if you want to see Jesus work uh, in new ways, uh, you must prepare uh, to do new things is this all right come on friend of mine my God friend of mine we're supposed to be growing Christians we're supposed to be going into new areas and reaching new levels uh, and new depths in our relationship with God. Uh, we should be more uh, and more effective uh, in his kingdom, uh, come on, than we've ever been before. Uh, our relationship with him uh, should be deeper. Uh, our faith should grow, uh, come on, with experience. Uh, we should never just, come on, mark this. Uh, it's just time passing by. pray about my time God please let me use my time the right way please God don't, 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 don't let me waste my time let me use it the right way I think it'd be safe to say that Peter had never considered walking on the water until he saw Jesus doing it anybody ready to walk on some water anybody ready to walk on some water his desire to grow beyond what he had already done compelled him to cry out, Lord, I want to be out there where you're at. Lord, I want to be doing the things that you're doing as your desire to grow calls uh, that cry to issue. Uh, come on, that cry to come out of your heart tonight. Uh, have you seen God moving in ways? Uh, come on now, that was foreign to you uh, and you desire to be part uh, of what he was doing, uh, but you was afraid to get out of the boat. There ought to be cry, cry wailing up in this church tonight. There ought to be a cry wailing up in our hearts tonight. God, if that's you, bid me to come. God, if that's you, bid me to come. Come on, have you seen people come? This church has seen the sick. Uh, come on, be healed. Uh, this church has seen the dead raised. Uh, do you want to be a part of that? Uh, come on, what do you want? Uh, church, what do you want? Uh, are you just like the disciples uh, sitting in their comfort zone uh, in the boat thinking, uh, I'll never do that? Never do that. There's so many things that God is doing right now. My Lord, God showed me a huge door that opened up the other night when we was in here. And he said, my people's got to go through that door. He said, but they don't want to go through the door. They're satisfied where they're at. Uh, they're satisfied with the moves that they're getting. Uh, but they've got to get through the door uh, in order to get what I've got for Come on, friend. 
Come on. Are we going to sit in our comfort zone and say, I can never do that? There's so many things that God is doing. Uh, come on, that we could be a part of right now, church. Uh, if you can overcome your fear uh, and the unknown and get out of the boat, uh, you can reach this city. Uh, I said you can reach Alethe. Come on now. Uh, come on. There's people that need to be interceding. Uh, there, there's preach. There's people. Uh, come on, that could be preaching the word, uh, teaching Bible studies, uh, praying for the sick. Uh, come on, friend. Uh, praying that people will recover. I said, if you would get out of the boat, church, and begin to intercede for the lost, say, God, I can teach a whole Bible study. God, I can pray. You could be a part of that. Anything, you see Jesus, and I'm closing. Anything that you see Jesus doing, don't just sit there, but cry out, Lord, bid me to come. Anything that you see Jesus doing in a lazy, you ought to be crying out, God, bid me to come. I want to be where you at. I want to be doing what you're doing. Try something new. Like what? Whole Bible study. Speak to somebody about Jesus. Get out of your seat. Do something different. Have the faith to pray for somebody that's sick. This church, the body, should be ministering to the body. That's a healthy church when the body ministers to the body. Church, if you're not right this way, you'll never be right that way. You've got to get right this way before you can get right that way. Launch out boldly. Somebody needs to launch out boldly. Somebody needs to launch out boldly. Uh, come on, when God moves you, uh, come on with the spiritual gifts. Uh, you need to launch out boldly. Have a family devotion. Increase your prayer life. Don't just sit there in the comfort of your boat, but church, get out of the boat. Come on, this altar's open. Come on, I preach my burden to you today. God wants to change some things about us.